0: Welcome to Cycle Breakers and Moneymakers, a podcast for women of color and first gen who are breaking generational cycles and glass ceilings by going places no one before them has ever gone. I'm your host, leadership coach and eldest daughter of immigrants, Mariella Delamora. I left a 16 year marketing career to create a multiple six figure a year coaching business as a single mom. Each week you'll learn how to build unshakable self-trust, become in demand, lead with confidence, and make more money by being more of who you are. Hello, everyone. Today, I'm actually going to be sharing a concept that I am getting ready to teach in two weeks at the Reclamation Mastermind live event and retreat in Mexico City. It's taking place February 3rd through 5th. And I'm so, so excited. So I have been working on kind of the timeline for the event and everything like all morning. And this was one of the topics that I'm going to be diving in deeper on the day of and folks are going to like go into breakout sessions and work on this. So I figured why not in the process of me breaking down this concept that is going to help you convert more in your marketing. It's a simple messaging shift. And so today we're going to be talking about the difference between labels versus ingredients and using an analogy of a vitamin bottle that I think you can wrap your head around to understand. And the reason that I'm talking about this is because one of the things that I see the most, (laughs) not just as a coach, I'm talking about in my entire career as a marketer, I was a professional full-time marketer for 16 years, still really a marketer as a business owner. You are a marketer. That is one skill you absolutely have to have. You have to have marketing and you need to have sales, right? So I'm talking 20 years of seeing this and this was literally my job. This was literally my job was going in and cleaning up messaging and being like, "What do you mean by this? Like this sounds like a word salad. Is anyone even thinking in these terms? Are these your terms? Cuz no one's going to buy what they don't understand, right? The more brain calories somebody has to burn to understand what the heck you're talking about, they're just not going to buy it. Or it you could have the solution, but if it's called a thing they're not looking for, they're also not going to buy it. And the way that that shows up in any company I've worked for and not just in if you're a coach or a consultant or a done for you provider, but I mean, this, this has happened at every company that I've worked at. I was the person that came in to revive struggling products. Right. So like I would come in and we wouldn't change the product. They would bring me in and I would look at the data. I would look at what the clients and the customers were saying and I would help them to ground and humanize their marketing messaging, and then create a brand like Visual Aesthetics around the same offer, the same service, the same product. So what I'm going to talk to you about is universal. And I'm excited because I lately have really just been feeling myself with like my bringing my marketing director hat in and really realizing that one of the things that I know that I help my clients with that is just So valuable to them is that I teach them how to market like as an actual skill and not just market like post on social media. That is, that is a strategy. That is a tactic that is not marketing. I want my clients to all think like a marketer because when you know how to market, you can sell anything, right? So just like if you are a career marketer, you can sell anything. If you can sell one thing, you can sell another. It's great to have industry knowledge, but industry knowledge is not necessary for you to market and sell if you know how to approach it. And this is one part of being a marketer, which essentially is how do you ground your marketing in your client's language and in their level of understanding of the problem they have or the desire they have. Like You need to think like them and speak to them using the words that are actually in their brains and make it super easy to nod their head and go, yep, I want that thing. Give me that. Where do I pay? That is so important. It is more important <laughs> and it supersedes how good you actually are. You need to be good at what you do. But if you're really good at what you do and your marketing isn't converting or you're not generating um, demand through your marketing, what you'll typically see is people will refer you and you will have renewals, but you won't have as many people saying, I found you through LinkedIn or through your Instagram and I want to work with you because they're confused by your marketing, but they're clear when your clients talk to other people about it, right? So there's something happening there where there's clarity when your clients are talking about you versus when you're talking about you. As y'all know, I just get juiced talking about actual marketing because I'm in many ways just like blending my lives and my worlds together for the benefit of my clients. So today we're going to break down number one, the difference between labels and ingredients. Number two, how to uncover your labels versus your ingredients. And number three, how to begin testing this out right now. So let's dive in. This simple analogy is going to change the way that you market and the way that you uh, identify what fluffy marketing is. So like I said earlier in the episode, fluffy marketing is word salad. You're saying all these words. Then they sound nice, but if someone were to repeat back your offer, meaning if you were to explain, here's my marketing, look at my Instagram, look at my website. And the person had to then come back and be like, answer these questions. Okay, who do I help? What do I help them with? How do I know like people want it? Like, is this even a thing someone wants? How do I solve for it? How am I different? How am I better? Maybe they can't answer every single one of these questions, but the someone should be able to go to your brand, to where you market and be able to reflect this back. This is something that I'm going to be doing at the live event, which is important because when you bring people together collectively, you're able to receive a lot of mirrors into like where your opportunities and your gaps are, right? So this is even something that you can test out is have somebody who doesn't know what you do. They don't need to be an entrepreneur. In fact, it's probably better that they're not because they're going to be way more basic in the words that they use And they don't even necessarily have to be your ideal client. It helps, but like not necessarily, right? So would they be able to look at where you market yourself and be able to say, who are you? Like who do you help? What do you help them with? How do you solve for it? How are they different? How are you better? And the thing about fluffy marketing is that you as the expert will almost always default to fluffy language because you know so much. You use different language than your clients do. So. Anchoring back into their words doesn't happen by accident. It's something that you have to do consistently because again, you know too much. So it's almost like you are using a doctorate level collegiate level words like it, rather than the things that your clients thinking about, right? So if you think about if you've ever gone to the doctor and then they're like explaining to you what it is and they're using all these terms and you're like, "Ma'am or sir, what what does this mean?" <laughs> you know what I mean? That's it. It's just like, they're so smart. You're so smart. You know, so much that you're by default going to go over people's heads talking about what you do and how you do it differently. Right. So the label is the outcome. The label is what people will be like. Yes, I want that thing. I will take that off the shelf. And the ingredients is how they get there or the skills that they need to learn how to get there. So in order to understand the difference between labels and ingredients, like I said, a label is the thing that your client would Google how to get this, or it would be something that would be on the front of a vitamin bottle, let's say, and it's it's that's the outcome you sell. Let's say it was more self-trust, right? And they'd be like, yes, I want more self-trust. Would they pluck that off the shelf, right? So if you're selling Reclaim Your Power, Inner Child Healing, but the byproduct of Inner Child Healing, Reclaim Your Power is more self-trust, they're not shopping for The former, they're shopping for the latter. They're shopping for more self-trust, right? Would somebody see what you sell, the outcome on the front of a vitamin bottle and go, yep, want that, take it off the shelf. To give you an analogy, I don't know what country you are listening from. I don't even know if this store exists outside of the United States, but even if it doesn't, I would encourage you to go to their website because you will see what I mean. So in America, we have Target, (laughs) the store called the Grand Land, the wonderful, wonderful land of Target. And in Target, I don't know if they sell it in other places, there is a vitamin brand called Ollie. O-L-L-Y. So you can go to Ollie.com. You will see what I mean. So when it, on the website, as well as in real life, when you are in the store, you will see Ollie has different colors. Like it's really bright branding. It's really like, you know, engaging. You want to, you know, you, you want to buy all the things. And the reason is that at the front of every Ollie vitamin bottle, there are outcomes. Right. And in the back, there's um, it's multivitamins. It's just, it's either one singular vitamin or it's m- it's different multivitamins, right? But the outcome of that specific recipe of multivitamins is on the front. So if you're not in Target right now listening to it, you probably aren't. Go to Ollie's website and you will see on Ollie's website, you can shop by benefit or you can shop by ingredient, which is exactly what I'm talking about. So you can shop for benefit, which might be I have lack of energy or I am anxious, right? So you might just go based on, I just know I need more energy. or I know that I'm anxious. Or you might be like, "Oh, my doctor said echinacea would really help me with this. I'm gonna look and see what has echinacea in it or I'm gonna see what has, you know, whatever the ingredient is, right? So to give you an example, when you're in Target and you go and you see all the vitamins on the shelf, you will see labels like hello, happy, goodbye, stress, focus, combat cravings, metabolism, sleep. They even have a kid's chillax, right? You don't need to know anything about what vitamin does what or what herbal thing does what. You just need to look at the label and go, yep, I want that. You might have not even been shopping for that. You might be looking at what's next to Oli vitamins, but because they label it so clearly, you're just like, well, damn, I, <laughs> I wasn't even going to buy anything. But you know what? I want that. They even have beauty. They have stuff for like your hair and nails. They have stuff for skin. And so all of a sudden, you're just making it so easy for people to say yes. But when you turn it around and you look at the back, then there will be all these ingredients. But guess what? I don't even look at those ingredients because I don't care. If I want the thing, I'm just gonna buy the thing, right? So they don't make you Google what mix of vitamins can help you get your desired results. However, if you notice, many other companies do. They will sell individual ingredients and supplements But that requires the person knowing what to buy for their specific ailment or the specific outcome that they want, which stops people from actually buying the thing. Because if I am trying to combat lower energy, and obviously, you know, diet, exercise, all the things I'm sure, but if you were looking for like a vitamin... You'd have to Google and then you'd be like, damn, do I have to buy a whole bottle of of ingredient A, a whole bottle of ingredient B, a whole bottle of ingredient C, or do I just buy a multi? Like, Are those my options as individual ingredients or multivitamins? And stick with me because this is the same thing. We make our customers jump through hoops sometimes, you know what I mean, where I'm just like, what is reclaim your power? What is inner child healing? What is like, what is, what does this mean? Or like alignment with body and purpose or something. And it's just like, what is this thing? <laughs> we make them jump through hoops, right? So, this is the reason why it is easier to give my money to Ollie Vitamins and not to these other brands that make you do work. Sometimes the actual ingredient is sold, right? Like the actual ingredient is on the front of the bottle. So, for example, Ollie has a bottle that is called prebiotic probiotic, right? And it's actually called that on the label. So same with like ibuprofen, right? If you're just like, I just want ibuprofen. But the reason that those ingredients can be on the front is because there is enough awareness of those terms that people would actually Google them and look at those words specifically. This is where we have to make a judgment call of like, is the thing we're selling known enough that the person would Google it and look for that thing? So I will give you an example of how this looks in my business and how I defluffed and continuously defluff my marketing. So, one of the things that I help my clients with across the board, it doesn't matter what you work with me on, is self-leadership, meaning how to lead yourself better. But I do not say that because nobody is looking for self-leadership. Sorry if you use it in your marketing, go use something else because people are not googling lead myself better. Probably not, right? So instead, what I ask in order to get to what is the actual label, if it's not self leadership, if self leadership was on the front of a vitamin bottle, would people pluck that? No, probably not. But instead, I ask, what happens once someone has blank? Right? So if you're not sure if something is a label or an ingredient, put it on, put it on, like, finish this phrase. What happens when someone has, let's say, inner child healing? Or what happens when someone has, self-leadership. And the answers are, and I'll tell you how I know these answers because you guessed them at first if you haven't sold this offer. But once you have sold this offer, I'll tell you how you can verify. But the outcomes of self-leadership are actually what's on the label. The self-leadership is an ingredient, but the outcomes are these things. Because this is what you have. When you have self-leadership, you have these things. Make decisions more easily. Set boundaries more easily. Move through fear instead of hiding. Trust yourself more be seen as a confident person, handle setbacks better, people please less. All of these things could be on the front of a vitamin bottle. Any of these things individually, someone would pay money just to people please less, just to move through fear instead of hiding, just to trust themselves more, just to be seen as a confident person, just to handle setbacks better. So that, those are outcomes. And how I validate this, as an active coach who served many, many people, it's obviously easier for me, is I actually look at the language that my clients use when they apply to work with me, because they will tell me, I want to be able to make decisions and not second guess my decisions. I wanna be able to be more consistent in the way that I market because I'm so up and down, right? Like they're telling me these things and that is gold. Like you need to look at that, right? So those are the outcomes and the ingredient or the, the ingredient is self-leadership. So number one, look at something A, an ingredient or a label. And the way that you know is by finishing the phrase, what happens once someone has this thing that helps you break it down to go more towards the end result. And then you can verify that based on what your clients are actually saying, right? So to create your own vitamin bottle, what is an ingredient? What is a label? Now, what is a symptom? So we need to know symptoms as well for our clients, right? So most vitamin bottles or medicine bottles will have symptoms because sometimes you're like, okay, I want this, but like, is this actually for me? So symptoms of not having self-leadership is hiding or hermiting when you don't feel confident, comparing yourself, looking for permission and people pleasing, right? So if I were picking up a vitamin bottle off the shelf, I'd be like, ooh, yeah, I do do that. Ooh, I do wanna make decisions more easily. I do wanna be seen as a confident person. Oh, I'm gonna buy this bottle, right? Right. Essentially, these are the three parts, right? So ingredient, outcome, and symptoms. Here's another example. I help people with thought leadership, right? Thought leadership is kind of on the cusp where some people will be like, okay, I want to buy thought leadership. But also thought leadership is like, but what about thought leadership? What does it mean? What will I be able to have? What happens once they have thought leadership? Here are the answers. Number one, you compare yourself less when you have thought leadership. Number two, you will overcome imposter syndrome when you have thought leadership because you'll know exactly how no one else else is like you. Number three, you will finally believe that you are an expert because you're very clear on your thought leadership. Number four, you'll get fewer price objections because you have thought leadership because you are going to be the only option. Like people, you're going to be so different from anybody else that you'll probably get fewer price objections. I've definitely seen that. Five is people will show up to sales calls ready to buy. Thought leadership definitely does that because it gives people more things to reference and to vet. Another outcome of having thought leadership is the ability to charge five figures, being the only person your client is considering, being approached for speaking gigs and podcasts, and being the go to person in your space. All of those things individually are outcomes, right? And symptoms of not having thought leadership are price objections, being triggered by others in your space who are doing well because you see yourself as doing the same thing. When you don't have thought leadership, you see yourself as like someone is encroaching on your territory. When you have thought leadership, You don't think that because you know that you're different. Another symptom is being vetted against others in the sales process, but not being one of the front runners. So like you're just being compared like, oh, I don't know, this person said this and you have this, like you don't have thought leadership or just no one is approaching you to speak. You're probably lacking thought leadership. So all of the outcomes that I just shared could be on the front of a vitamin bottle. Now that I've shared some examples, we're gonna go into how do you know what labels they want? So let's talk a little bit about how to uncover your labels versus your ingredients. So one of the things, and I'm having my clients do this, is to look at what their clients have said when they have applied for discovery calls or their actual like intake forms. They will describe like, here's what I want. So they'll say like, here's what I want. And that's what's going to be on the label. So those will all be kind of label language. Also, what people are saying when you're actually on discovery calls with them, you will flush out more because sometimes people will give kind of the bare minimum when they apply to work with you, which is fine. But you also should be taking notes on your sales calls and taking what they said about like, what do they consider success? What do they really want? And like, put that in a central document that you can always go back and look at what they've said, right? So what they put in forms is one. What they say on calls is another. Another one of like, how do you know what's on a label is what are the questions you get asked, both by clients or by people in your audience? What are the questions you get asked? Because typically it's like, how do you do X, Y, Z? When you do this, what do you do? Should I do this or this? Those questions are really important because that's also part of your marketing. And finally, look at emails or posts that your audience specifically replies to saying, this resonated with me. So they might say, oh my gosh, this is me. Or oh my gosh, called out. Like, this is me. That's how you know that you are speaking their language, right? And you may be speaking about a symptom and that's fine, but just pay attention and take a note whenever you do get audience feedback that says, yes, this is what I'm thinking. This is all stuff to help ground your marketing. Because sometimes we talk about outcomes and other times we talk about symptoms and the symptoms are just their current reality. right? They don't need to be in pain. We don't need to do all pain point marketing, but it's important that you are able to accurately describe their symptoms because in the same way someone wouldn't buy a vitamin, if it didn't describe the thing that they were going through or the thing that they wanted, even if the ingredients themselves are exactly the ingredients they needed, it's the same with any offer. It's the same with any service. It isn't just about the actual service or offer. It is about using language that your clients would agree is the thing that they are struggling with or the thing that they would want. Finally, how to begin testing this out right now. One simple thing (laughs) that you can do as you've gone through this exercise, take one of the potential labels, like one of the potential outcomes, right? And then make a post called how to blank and then just talk about that problem and how you solve for it, right? Do that with several things. And maybe you could switch it up. It doesn't all have to be like how to. But do that because those are the ones where people will respond and go, this is super helpful. Oh my gosh, hadn't thought about this before. Oh my gosh, that's me, right? So if I were to scroll back to self-leadership where I talked about self-leadership is an ingredient, not an outcome. But I, I, when you answer the question, what happens once someone has X? So what happens once someone has self-leadership? And I explained some of the answers are make decisions more easily, set boundaries more easily, move through fear instead of hiding, trust yourself more, be seen as a confident person, handle setbacks better, or people please less. There's a number of ways you can answer this, but I'm going to answer it through the way that I help my clients specifically in coaching through these things, right? So through self-leadership. So if I were to pick one, it's like make decisions more easily in your business. I might say how to make decisions more easily in your business. Then I might talk about. We have comparison, we look to other people for permission and the reason why is this. And in my coaching, what we do is we get very clear on what are your values, what are your beliefs and I'll talk about how I help them in my coaching and then I'll say, what this is, is essentially self-leadership. And I may say that in the post. I may say, essentially, this is a this is an, an, an extension of leadership, is an extension of leading yourself. And I can explain that, but I'm not gonna say in the post how to do self-leadership. I can, you can explain it in the how in the post. So pick one of the outcomes, make a post called how to send it as an email, do it as a carousel post, do it as the hook and explain how. And just try start testing this out with different things or the reason why you struggle with blah, blah, blah. You can talk about the symptoms as well. And just start testing it out and look and start paying attention to what is said on sales calls. Pay attention to what is said on actual calls with clients. Pay attention to all of this and create a document where you essentially are documenting your client's brain. This is something that I do with my clients as well. It's a client brain bank. And this helps you just to ground yourself in their level of understanding at all times. And again, this is a process that all businesses, all business sizes will go through when they are trying to improve sales, when they're looking at either why they get a bunch of inbound leads, but then they're not converting. We'll look at all aspects of a funnel. That's something that I used to do as a marketer is like, If let's say the ads are converting, but then people aren't converting on the website, then there's a messaging issue there. Are we disconnecting? So there's all these different touch points, right? So this is universal, what I'm talking about. It's literally just creating a system so that you're getting out of guesswork and that you're getting out of creative content ideas. I need content ideas. And I'm like, content ideas are in front of you all the time because your clients will give them to you. So this is all part of grounding your marketing in reality, grounding your marketing in things that work and in what your clients are saying versus relying on your own creativity. Creativity is more about like, well, how do I want to express this message? Not what should I post about? Because what should I post about should have a system attached to that? Because what should we post about is not what we want to talk about. It is what is helpful and necessary to our audience for them to understand How we can help them, or if we can help them, and how we're different and better, and what that process looks like. So, I hope this was helpful. I hope next time you're walking through Target and you see Oli Vitamins, take a picture of it, tag me. I would love to see that to be like, here is marketing and brand positioning in action, and just compare it to regular boring vitamins and think about how much easier it is to consume this product because they have done all the legwork and all the thinking for you which is a huge component of a brand selling more. It doesn't even have to be better. It's the same ass vitamins. Think about it. Same vitamins, different messaging, packaging, delivery, right? Make your customers or your audience use the least brain calories to understand, yes, I want this thing. Yes, you can help me with this thing. Yes, I agree I have this problem. If you can do that, you will sell more. You will land more sales calls. And people will come to those calls, not doubting that you can help them because you your marketing has done the heavy lifting for them. So that is it. I hope this was helpful. Please, if you have not, rate the podcast, share this episode on social media, tag me. I would love to hear from you. It helps people to find the podcast. And yes, I will see you next week. Bye, y'all. Now, if you have listened to this entire episode and you are thinking about working with me as your one-on-one mentor for six months, you can learn more and apply at marielladalamora.com. There you'll find dozens of client success stories from business to leadership coaching, which will give you an idea of what you can expect, the range of clients I work with, and my coaching style.